This episode of the Accounting Insiders podcast is brought to you in part by Zero. Zero is a powerful cloud accounting software that improves efficiencies across your practice. With all client data stored on a single unified ledger, you and your clients can easily access and collaborate on the same set of books. Zero's advisor tools and automation solutions reduce time-consuming manual tasks and put data entry on autopilot. Work faster and more efficiently than ever before with Zero. Visit zero.com slash accounting insiders to learn more. Hey, Gary Dehart with Insightful Accountant here at Scaling New Heights 2023 with Tanya Hiltz of Cloud Business Services. Tanya? Yeah. Hey, everybody. How's Welcome. it going? Thank you, Gary. This is great. Absolutely. So let's just talk real quickly. Uh, top 100. So you've been in the top 100. Last year you were international, right? No. no? 2020. Okay. 2020, the only year that you guys changed it to Canadian. Okay. Then you take it back to international. So I'm the, I'm the sole Canadian top. Hey, how about and that? it's been six years. Six Fantastic. years in the top 100. Right. How yeah. has that impacted your business? You know what? It's, it's impacted my business on the side where I'm working with accounting professionals. Um, that's where it's had most of the impact. Some of my clients, yes, but the clients that I work with, they're more concerned about what you can deliver versus, right. versus that. But it doesn't help to have that on your website when they're narrowing right. down who to call. Doesn't hurt. No, sorry, yeah. it doesn't hurt. That's right. Thank you. I'll say that again <laughs> in case you want to cut that out. It right. doesn't hurt to have that on your website. There we go. Yes. All right. And so um, we're at an event. So, and you go to events, you teach at some events, right? I do, yeah. So, what's a like key takeaway that you would bring from an event or that you would share with other people who may be considering going to events or, or who are, you know, who go to events? Kind of, how do you manage it, right? You got 85 sessions here. What There's, do I do, right? You spend four days, a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort. How do you get your bang out of that buck? So, great question, Gary. I would just say, first off, um, be open to change and to go with the flow because things change so quickly here. So what I do, I set my agenda and if I make it to two at the end of the day, I'm good. Um, if there's something that I really, really want to go to, I will make sure that I'm there. But for the most part, it's meeting people and talking to people, making those connections and going around the vendor hall with the apps or other colleagues. I learn more from other people more practical things than I can in the sessions. But that said, some of those sessions can be extremely inspiring too. Right. So, but just go with the flow, come packed for everything and don't burn yourself out because it's exhausting. It can be exhausting. Sure. Now what about, <laughs> all right, so you get home, we sat through the 85 sessions, we learned, we've got eight pages of eight notebooks of, of notes, right? Uh, how do you narrow that down to the, you know, a few things that you want to implement and can implement, right? Because there's a lot of things you want to do. Yeah. We can't necessarily do everything. How do you narrow that down? So we actually um, go through and we take a look at importance and then we go through from importance and what can be implemented quickly. Because if I can implement three smaller things quickly that will make an impact to my business, you know, then one of those other things that might've been a little higher on the priority, maybe that can wait two or mm -hmm. three months because now I've made change immediately. I think the biggest thing is make change right away because if you don't, you tend to, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it right. and you tend to forget and then do, and then just not implementing those change and implementing change. You want to do something, you've spent the money, you've spent the time, you've talked to people, you've learned stuff and you've done it to better your business, so do that. Right. And even if it's just with a few quick things, um, we were just talking, the one big takeaway that I've taken, and I know this, and all of you probably know this as well, scope creep. 
the wording that Joe said at, at one of the main stages, I loved and I wrote down. He says, it's like, first off, he brought a camel on stage. Very cool. And he says, it's like the camel. camel. You stick the camel's nose comes in. And when you pet it, it'll come all the way in. Next thing you know, it's sitting on your lap. Well, that's like clients and scope creep. <laughs> and it's so true. But the wording that Joe said, and I wrote it down, and this is being implemented immediately, but will make a difference. He said, if a client calls you want you to do something out of scope, you need to immediately acknowledge, thank you so much. I'm happy to help you with that. However, it's not within the current scope of our agreement. Let me go away and get some pricing and I'll get back to you later today or tomorrow and we'll discuss how to move forward. And implementing that and saying that is going to make a big change. Small right. change, but a great big ROI. Yeah, because it either increases revenue yep. or reduces the current workflow that you're not getting paid for. Exactly, and I think the biggest thing with that is not just me, I'm writing a script and it will be there for my whole team and mm -hmm. they will know when to say this and when to not so that we're all consistent. Right. And that will make big changes on our revenue at the end of the day because like a lot of us, I did not raise my, my prices much at all through COVID and now I'm feeling the pain because all my prices went up. So scope creep is very important right. these days for us to keep an eye on. And I would think you also need to be prepared and you probably are just in your firm structure, but for the client, like if I was your client and you said to me, well, that's not in, in you know, that's not in our contract. My initial response is going to be, well, then what is in our contract? Yes. Because I don't know. I signed the contract three years ago or two years ago. Exactly. You know, I'm just sending you my stuff and hoping you do it right. Right. And there's some great tips for that. First mm -hmm. off, if you send them on the invoice, put a little bit of detail about what's included in the contract. Okay. Um, and yes, if some people still forget, we try to hold their hand and walk them through. But another thing you could say is, you know what? It's not in the scope. I'm going to take care of it right now because of the urgency. And then we're going to meet and we're going to go through your contract and take a look to see are your are your services and, and your needs, is it still all matching right. up? So that's a good way to do it. If you do get a little bit of pushback or you feel uncomfortable, and you're like, oh, I don't want them to start shopping around. Yeah. Just open the door and say, you know what? It's not here. We're going to do it right now because you need it now. And then we're going to take a look and we're going to review this. See, does it still fit your needs? And that opens the door you know, for upsells and to, again, make sure that they're aware of what's in their contract right. and what's covered. That is important. I actually had to send our, our uh, accountant a note recently and she said, hey, is this in our contract? And, and I obviously deal with a lot of accountants, right? Yes. So we're probably a unique customer yep. because we, we get it. And, um, and he was like, it's not. It could be, right? Sure, yep. happy to add that service. Uh, we didn't. But um, all right, so let's, before we wrap up, Wind the clock back. You said you started your firm 1997. Yeah, 97 okay. in total. Tax, right. Yeah, yeah. Bookkeeping, focused on that for 13 years, but yes, okay. 97 in total. All right. So what would you tell 1997, Tanya, today? What would you change? Like kind of not all 85. I would, you know what I'd say? First off, check your ego at the door. What you think you know, you don't know. Okay. And you don't know what you don't know until you know you don't know it. And I'm going to have to chart that to see if you actually said it right. But I think you did. I think but. I did. I, I say it a lot, so I think I did. But I will tell you that the big change in my business um, and the services that I could offer and those light bulb moments came when I really got into the community. And you can't get in the community by staying at home. You can. You can get on the Facebook groups and whatnot, but it's very different. These are my people. 
You know, we may only see each other a few times a year at conferences, but these are my people. And, and I know like you can count on each other. We can learn from each other, collaboration, all of this. So yes, community, community, community. That's actually the same yep. seems to be here. This year's community um, and learn from people. That's just it. Just open up and learn. There's a lot of experience and just be open to it. I really like that because so many people in your profession or profession are in small businesses, like you know, working in their basement, so to speak. I work in my basement and I don't get nearly enough interaction time, face to face, especially now, COVID, post COVID. Um, and that community is so important. And this community in particular, not necessarily just the Spirit and the Heights community, but the accounting community is a very open, very sharing. Even yes. if you're competitors, it doesn't, nobody seems to care. Yeah. Because there's so much business available. Nobody, nobody in this community is, is dying for business. It's, it's everywhere uh, for the taking if you want it. But it is an incredibly open community, sharing community. I, I've not heard in 16 or 17 years I've been in the space, I've not heard of any kind of friction, which is a there is some, I've heard of some, and if you're not finding that type of, and we call it co-opetition is what I love to call it. If you're not finding that type of collaborative spirit, you're in the wrong community. You're not where you need to be. So just look, so yeah, there's there's several of them. And we're from Canada. Canada's got a tight-knit community, but I've got many other, I'm part of many other of the communities, the smaller and the big ones here in the States. And I've made lifelong friends family friends out of this. I have called people up and I have cried and they've listened to me cry. It is, yes, it's very great. Just like you said, absolutely wonderful. Fantastic. Fantastic.